I'm Jordan. And I'm Tim. And this is Failures, Flops, and Fiascos. Season two, episode six. No, sorry, episode seven or eight. Numbers are important. Yeah. Because that's what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, all right. Yep. So, Tim, do you remember anything in particular about the year 2015? Anything that really kind of stands out to you about 2015? 2015. Uh... No. Okay. I view those years, at least in my life, the years of like 2014 to 2017 as just kind of like a black hole of everything was just kind of on autopilot. Yeah. And nothing really, you know, spectacular happened. Yeah. Well, in 2018, things changed for me because I moved out to Colorado. Okay. And that was a great year for me. Yes. So it's the year 2015, and it happens here in the United States. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Colorado. Well, let me see if I can narrow this down a little bit more. Do you remember anything in sports that happened in 2015 that was unusual? Unusual? Man. Any fiascos that you can remember? Was it in the NFL? It was in the NFL. Did it have anything to do with a rookie quarterback? He was a rookie at one time. Tim, today we're going to talk about Deflategate. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So you were kind of on the right trail. It happened in the NFL, but he was definitely not a rookie quarterback. No. We're going to talk about Tom Brady. Oh, boy. Which is a he's a very successful. Oh quarterback uh now that he's retired i can admit that he was amazing yeah yeah i take it you weren't a fan because of how successful he was i was not yeah mainly because of their fans i think patriot fans are the worst no offense everyone but you're the worst yeah just kind of like how alabama fans are the worst right now if i would be saying the exact opposite if tom brady would have been a bronco I'd have been, you know, all over it. Mm -hmm. But it would have been easy for you to accept the criticism. Oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't care because you have so many championships. And I would be the one saying, no, we're not cheaters. (laughs) So you think it was cheating then, huh? We all have personal opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you want to share your personal opinions before we break it down? Uh, Because they were so good, I feel like... (laughs) I was one of the people that would insist that they were cheaters, yes. Hmm. Okay. Um, does that mean that they really did? Uh, I don't, maybe not. Okay. But they were, they did get caught in other ways too, though. Oh. I think they were recording practices of other teams. Hmm. Um, I think there was one other. I don't, I didn't pay attention, too much attention, but. Yeah. 
it's kind of one of those things. It's like, mm, you don't really have the cleanest track record. Right. If right. you have the reputa- reputation, then people are going to think it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was within the first few years of being on my own when this happened. So I didn't really have money to spend on cable. Okay. So I, I didn't. I didn't understand all of this while it was happening. Yeah. I just remember it was a really big deal because of all the people I worked with. Yes. They were all talking about it. Like yeah. it was the it was huge. I knew that I wanted to talk about this, the fiasco that was Deflate Gate. That's awesome. So why is it called Deflate Gate? Does it have anything to do with security? Any gates anywhere? I don't think so. <laughs> so it was named after one of the most famous political scandals in America. It was named after kind of people started using gate at the end of things after the Watergate scandal. Okay. So kind of referred to as like a scandal kind of. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So Watergate was the name of the hotel that the political scandal happened. Oh, okay. So that's why it was called Watergate. So that's why we're talking about Deflate Gate. Okay. And the scandal. And the scandal of the Patriots. I'm sure you're going to tell me, but was it in a Super Bowl that it happened? It. Uh, we will talk about that, but it happened in a game before the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's when things kind of became public. So let's put some facts together. Yes. What is this regarding? Football. Yes. What team? Patriots. New England Patriots. And who's the quarterback? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. But as we always do, let's go back and get a bit of context. Okay. Let's go back to 2007. So this is a full, math is hard, eight years. Eight years. Okay. Before deflate game. And let's meet the head coach of the Patriots, Bill Belichick. We're going to talk briefly about the Spygate incident, which is what you had talked about yeah. before we started getting into this. Belichick was essentially busted for recording the New York Jets coaching staff and learning their play hand signals. Okay, yes. So apparently so- this was something that he had been doing for nearly seven years at that point. Was he always with the Patriots at that time? I think Belichick has only played for the Patriots. I think he was an assistant coach somewhere else. Okay. forgive me, audience, if if you're screaming at me right now, but... You don't like this man, right? No. Okay. I think only one state in the country likes this man. (laughs) A pretty small one, too. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, he'd been recording other teams' hand signals, which... So, at least I'm thinking of it as, I don't know about recording, but how can you make it illegal to watch and learn another team's hand signals? That's kind of like, don't teams... Like after or like before, they meet with the other team. They watch video, mm-hmm. or they watch yeah. how they the other team played the previous week, right? So yeah, I mean you could just do that. 
That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have all this footage. Yeah. You can go back and you can watch whatever, you know, team you're about to play. You can go back the whole, as long as you wanted to. Yeah. And just kind of observe their strong points and their weak points and that kind of thing. Yeah. This may be a side tangent. In my belief, all of these teams have sleeper agents in other teams. Oh, I, I think so too. <laughs> I think so too, yeah. And if not that, I think they're at least paying other players or other members of other teams' coaching staff to report information. I kind of feel like that's happening a lot this year. It's been a weird NFL year. I, I don't mean, know if you paid attention. You think about it. There's a lot of money in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. There's a lot of contracts. There's uh-huh. a lot of, hmm, you know, that player over there might be a good fit for us, but their contract isn't up for three years. Yeah. I wonder if we can work something out. I, that's just a side tangent. Anyway, so he's been doing this for seven years. <laughs> he claimed that it was permitted. So what did the NFL do in response to this after having – Seven years of evidence against oh my. Bill Belichick. Okay. The repercussions was Belichick suffered a $500,000 fine. And the team suffered a $250,000 fine. That's actually a lot. That's I a mean, lot. even for people that make a lot of money, that's a lot of money. And we're not done. Additionally, they lost their first round pick option as well. I feel like as an NFL team, that's worse than the paying out. Yeah. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you could lose a really good player. Yeah. Because what was it? The first round but draft pick. But on, on that note, I think from like from the time Brady took over as quarterback, they would have never had like a first pick. Oh, because they were so good, you're yeah. saying? Well, this was the first round draft pick. Oh, okay, so, okay. I don't think it was the first pick. Gotcha. Um, so another allegation was presented that Belichick was also filming the St. Louis Rams before they beat them in the 36 Super Bowl? Super Bowl 36? Okay. But he denied this, obviously. Well, yeah. <laughs> what else is he going <laughs> to do? Yep, Why would you admit Guilty. <laughs> so... This doesn't look good already for the team. And personally, I think it would take years for something like that to be forgotten. And it may oh. not ever be forgotten. Yeah. Like, I don't think Bill Belichick could ever play for or could ever coach another NFL team. No way. After all of this happened. Yeah. There's just too much mud on his name. Yeah. So you would think after all this happened, all of this proof came out. You would think that the players and the coaches would be extra careful to restore their reputation. Sounds to me like they were, they didn't care so much about that because they kept winning Super Bowls after that. Yeah. Good <laughs> so, point. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe yes, winning is going to make everyone forget about <laughs> that. Except it doesn't. It makes everybody that loses think mm-hmm. worse of you yep like oh you only won uh-huh. because you cheated yeah yeah see i wouldn't want anybody to think that about me if i win i want to do it 
fair exactly. so that nobody can have anything to say yeah. about me cheating. Yeah. So fast forward eight years. It's 2015. Let's see what happens. Okay. So we're in 2015. We're at the Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Okay. It's January 18. It's a little bit rainy, 51 degrees, and there are 68,756 people in attendance. That's pretty sizable. Quite, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty sizable. New England, the Patriots, punished the Colts with a final score of 45 to 7. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a, that's a, pretty that's good a beat spanking, down. Yeah. <laughs> that's a complete beat down. <laughs> Why do you think this game? was remarkable for Brady and Belichick. Was it a playoff game? It was a playoff game. Uh, Was there some sort of record that they were trying to beat? I don't know that they were trying to beat it, but there was a record that was broken. Oh. So after this game, Brady surpassed John Elway for the (sighs) most Super Bowl appearances ever by a quarterback. Six. So this, oh wow! Because they won this game, they would they go to, to the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, and so this was his sixth Super Bowl, and John Elway had five. I think he'd been to five Super so Bowls. So he won two, and he lost several. Yeah, five. <laughs> five. I think. Okay, and Coach Belichick. Tied Don Shula for the most Super Bowls ever reached, six, and set a record for the most postseason wins. Okay. Yep. So, was this the year that they? No, it was not. Where they were? They were uh, the dynasty. Yeah, not not dynasty when uh, when you uh, win the entire season. Oh, like a perfect season? Yes, perfect. Yeah, um, perfect season. Because they went like 16 and 1, and the 1 was the Super Bowl. <laughs> I I can't remember. I remember, no, I know, I think that was the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins had a perfect season. They once. did, yeah. I don't know. If, did any other team ever get a perfect season? No, that's why the, the Patriots almost did. Oh, gotcha. But and then because they, went they to, lost. Yeah, I forget okay. which Super Bowl it was. I don't think it was this one. Okay. But maybe, I don't know. So a couple... Um, uh, records. Brady surpassed John Elway for the most Super Bowl appearances ever by a quarterback, and Belichick tied Don Shula for the most Super Bowls ever reached and set a record for the most postseason wins. But let's go back to the game. The Colts game. Yep. Okay. Um, okay, so by halftime, the Colts were down 17-7. to 7. Okay. So, so they'd already scored as much as they, yeah. they were going to score. Still a fairly... Close game. Yeah, I feel like that's a. I mean, that's a reasonable Doable. game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can come back from that. Ten yeah. points. And you get a few good breaks, and, and yeah. you're good. And this is where the drama begins. Okay. Before this, there was nothing about to before play. Before halftime, before halftime. Yep. Okay. And we're gonna find out why. Colts linebacker Dequell Jackson noticed that the football he caught in an interception. So it wasn't supposed to be caught. It wasn't supposed to be touched by the defense. <laughs> okay. He noticed that the football he caught in an interception 
felt less inflated than usual. Okay. This is where it starts. This yes. is where it starts. Yeah. A ball that was supposed to go to another member of the Patriots team, but got intercepted by members of the Colts. Yeah. 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 Team. Okay. So at this point, officials checked all 11 balls that the Patriots were using and found that they were definitely underinflated. So it wasn't just one. It wasn't just one. Apparently, in an NFL game, the balls are given to each team. Really? Yeah. Okay. I guess there's a set number of uh, footballs that they give to each team. I'm not sure if it's because if it, if it gets marked or if it, you know, if for some reason gets a scuff on it or something, they take it out of rotation. Huh. I don't know why they do this, but yeah, apparently there's, what did it say? Checked all 11 balls that the Patriots were using and found that they were underinflated. So is it just 11 that they had, or did they check the ones before halftime too? Um, I don't think they checked the ones before halftime. Okay. NFL regulations state that the footballs must be at 12.5 PSI. All right. But the footballs were measured at 2 PSI below that. So they're at 10.5 PSI on the Patriot side. So at this point, after the officials had checked and found out that these footballs were under the regulated amount, the balls were inflated back to the proper PSI. But the Patriots went on to demolish the Colts, uh, scoring an additional 28 points after halftime. And the Colts didn't score at all after halftime. Interesting. Okay. So the final score of the game was 45-7. to seven. Now, you may ask... What is the advantage of having an underinflated football? I am asking that. I I wondered <laughs> the same thing. Especially like maybe because we're not NFL players, but uh, <laughs> by a long shot. <laughs> how do you even like you and I couldn't tell two psi? No, there's no. Do way. you think? I don't no, think so. Not if you handed me if you handed me a football, I would have no idea. Right. Like, okay. I don't care if it's a Nerf squeeze, like foam ball. Like, <laughs> right. I'm not throwing it. doesn't matter what it's made the of. sponge football seems yeah. a little uh, less spongy. <laughs> yeah. I can't get it past. I, I haven't even. I doubt I could throw it 50 yards. Like I, yeah. And I, I doubt even after it hitting the ground and rolling, it would even make the 50. So what is the advantage of having an underinflated football? Well, to put it simply, it's easier to catch and hold especially for the quarterback uh all right i guess you could squeeze it better and have a better grip better yeah better Better grip grip. (laughs) not a grip and when you're catching it too it's less the football is less hard so you have more grip ability when you come down and clamp down on the football that makes sense now is it a huge difference no but it can be just enough to cause a win I was going to say little advantage. I, all right. Say they weren't cheating. Mm-hmm. No, let's say that they actually were because they were. Mm-hmm. They had to have done enough research to know how much they could release to make it not so obvious. Yep. And I, okay. Here's another thing too. You did it to 11 balls. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. All 11 of them were underinflated. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> so uh, I'm just curious. This isn't in the outline, but at this point, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, oh, yeah, they definitely. I always did. I yeah. always thought that, yeah. But you it didn't know seems... that there was proof. No. Okay. No. And and also, I didn't know that there were 11 balls. Mm-hmm. Come on. Only that the Patriots used. Right. Yep. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Right? Yep. I agree. They probably did some research and testing, and they found out, okay, 2 PSI gives you enough of an advantage, but if it were to get intercepted in the heat of the moment, the player probably wouldn't be able to feel the difference. Right, yeah. yeah. But this one did. This <laughs> this linebacker could feel the difference. Of all positions, too. Mm-hmm. A linebacker? Like- he was the one who intercepted it. Wow. And he, he felt the difference. <laughs> so it gives you just a slight advantage, right? Okay, yeah. And this, of course, only affected the balls that the Patriots used and not the footballs for the Colts. So why is this a big deal? I mean, stuff happens. My car tire, my bike tire, even my wheelbarrow tire can be low sometimes. That's right, yeah. Did I do it? No. Most times it's just the weather, wear and tear, and stuff like that. However... The fact that the investigation into these footballs found Patriot staff member Jim McNally taking the footballs to the bathroom for a couple of minutes before the game did not help the matter. Before the game? Before the game. Why are you taking the football, the game footballs into the bathroom with you? What? Apparently, he didn't ask for permission to do this. Oh. Sure. And he didn't need to ask permission because he was told to do it. Exactly. <laughs> and he was probably paid very well to yeah. do it. So oh, I think sometimes we get we get lost in the idea that it's just a game, right? It's just the NFL is entertainment, right? It's not we shouldn't put right. so much emphasis into how right. serious things are. But at the end of the day, the NFL is a very big business and a lot of regulations in the NFL. And these are the, I don't know how many people are in the NFL, how many players, but let's say it's 500. These are the best 500 football players in the country, at least. Yeah. And probably the world. Yeah. And they take it very seriously. Yeah. So when something like this happens where a member of the team is taking the game footballs and put bringing them into the foot and into the bathroom with you that's going to raise some eyebrows yeah i mean it's unprofessional this is a professional <laughs> you know deal yeah it's a game yes but these are professionals so obviously this is it's a violation right you can't take the game footballs into the bathroom <laughs> I mean, there's so many reasons not to do that, but <laughs> there I can't think of a single good reason to do that. I hope he at least washed his hands. <laughs> well, in this investigation, they peered into this even further. And they uncovered text messages between McNally 
which is the guy who took uh-huh. the footballs into the bathroom, and team equipment assistant John Jastrzemski. And these text messages were talking about the air pressure of the game balls. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so are you are you ready for this? All right, it's already weird, right? Yeah. And this just goes to show that they were so corrupted that they thought they could get away with it. Yeah. McNally requested things like cash, sneakers, and autographed footballs and jerseys in exchange for him receiving a, quote, needle, unquote, to use. Oh, my God. Referring to himself as... (laughs) The deflator, quote unquote. McNally McNally goes on to discuss Brady's disappointment with the game footballs, referring to any accusations as, quote unquote, ridiculous. Brady denies having any involvement with any of this. Deep sigh. Okay. Um. (laughs) All right. What do you want to unpack from that? I'm going to go back to my comment before we started. I do think Tom Brady is probably going to go down in history as probably the greatest quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, there's been so many others that I would put up there with him. Mm-hmm. But he will probably go down there. I'm not denying that. But for him, I think he was just covering his butt. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone probably knew about it. And if your star quarterback says, I don't like the way this feels, (laughs) you're going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I kind of wonder, though, okay, just in like an alternate reality, Tom Brady was on the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Would he, like, would would they have tried to cheat for him? Mm. I think he was talented enough that they didn't have to do that. I think the team was talented enough that they didn't have to worry about those kind of things. I agree. Yeah. See, the way I see it is there's two levels, right? There's you're the best. You know you're the best. Yep. I'm talking about the team. Right. You know you're the best team. And you know that you can go out there and realistically win any game that you play. Yeah. You are the best team. You should be winning the bet or every every single game. Yeah. And then I believe there's everyone else. The people just below that, right? So maybe you've only lost one or two games that season and you're still very you're in a very good position. Yeah. But you know you're not good enough to go up against the Patriots and beat them in a game. That's the kind of team that I would expect to try and pull something like this off. Yeah. The Patriots had no business doing any of this. Exactly. And I guess in these text messages, he, like I said, he refers to himself as the deflator. Uh, (laughs) It's almost comical. That is classic, yeah. (laughs) And he talks about how Brady wasn't pleased with the way the footballs felt. So I guess this comes back to Brady, right? After this investigation, people are asking him questions. Okay. I'm sure you'll get into it. Is it possible... As Tom Brady, you are the main ball handler. Mm-hmm. You 
honestly don't like the way these this year's football field or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do mention that. And the equipment guy or whoever, McNally, mm-hmm. maybe he takes it as like, oh, <laughs> Tom wants me to fix it. So maybe. I mean, uh, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I kind of see that. Yeah. But then when you have text messages saying, <laughs> I'm the deflator <laughs> and yeah, I want cash yeah. and I want signed jerseys. Oh, my gosh. All credibility yeah. goes right out the window. <laughs> so Brady receives these accusations. Right. And he denies them. He claims they are ridiculous. Rightfully so, I think, to cover your butt. Yeah. He says this, right? But while he participated in an interview with investigators, he refused to turn over any of his text messages or emails. Okay, He says, it's ridiculous, right? Yeah. But you can't look at my phone. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In the week following the AFC Championship Games, Brady is found to be texting and calling Trostrimsky, which was the assistant equipment manager for the Patriots. Reassuring him after things became suspicious, right? So I guess Jastrzemski is feeling the heat. I would think so, yeah. And maybe all the attention is focused on Brady, right? Right. But obviously Jastrzemski knows of this situation and he might feel a little bit of uh, heat that could potentially come on him, right? And dare we say it, guilt? And guilt, maybe. <laughs> but Brady, Brady's like, ah, oh, don't worry about that, you know? Don't yeah. worry. Things are, it'll calm down, right? So Brady's the one reassuring him? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Oh, they, this is found in his text messages. Yep, texting and calling. This, this information comes out. To the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, and executive president, Troy Vincent, however, These text exchanges were enough to make Brady look guilty. Okay. Yeah. So what did the NFL do? Uh, Did they do anything at all? Because Brady was the... uh, The golden child. The chosen one. (laughs) They suspended Brady for four games. Oh, I, I do remember that. Okay. And that's the same punishment for those found to be using steroids. And and this okay. So if you're an NBA fan, right? If you're if you like one of the NBA teams, yeah, four games is that might take up a couple weeks, maybe maybe most like maybe a week a and weeks. a half. Yeah, exactly. In the NFL, that's four weeks. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Yep. So when you get suspended in the NFL, and I think this is the same in the NBA. When you get suspended, you don't get paid for those games. Oh. Tom Brady lost $1.88 million of his $8 million salary for that season. Oh, okay. And the Patriots were fined a million dollars. Additionally, they were stripped of the first round draft pick that following year and the fourth round draft pick the year after that. Okay. I mean... <laughs> you I mean, there's really been some pretty good players picked late. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. They can kind of be the dark horse. Yeah. Interestingly, some thought that this was a little harsh, <laughs> feeling that the evidence was only circumstantial and not conclusive enough to say that Brady 
wanted the football pressure to be set below the allowable limit. I I'm sure the fans said it. I was gonna say <laughs> the fans probably thought it was a little harsh. I'm sure the Patriots, anybody on the Patriots team, probably yeah said that was really harsh. Yeah. Do you think it was harsh? I think it was reasonable. I, I think that too. was the appropriate amount of punishment. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there was proof and a yeah. lot of circumstantial yeah. proof. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure nobody recorded him actually <laughs> deflating the footballs, right? Right. But if we review the numbers, the Patriots were beating the Colts in the game before the footballs were regulated to the correct pressure. Yes. But even after the balls were corrected, the Patriots went on to dominate the Colts. So what do you think? Are the text exchanges and the 12 underinflated footballs enough to prove that Tom Brady himself was the catalyst for wrongdoing? I'm going to defend Tom here. Whoa. Okay. Uh, do I think it's enough to, to blame just him? No. I think they would have done it no matter what. Okay. He was such an enemy of Denver for the longest time. And I don't know. I, I Like I said, I think he got the, the right amount of punishment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, like, I don't, like, I think if you're in a situation, okay, they're blaming you. Say you knew, say you didn't know. You're still going to want to cover your butt. Mm -hmm. So maybe not, like, calling someone and being like, hey, like, also, maybe he was just being a, a maybe he was just being a good friend. Hey, don't worry about it. It's gonna be all right. Yeah. Come on, man. Like we get paid to throw a football around. Yeah. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, hmm. I don't know that Tom Brady was the originator of this idea. Yeah. I think whoever originated it is still unknown. Somebody had to have this idea. We can get a slight advantage if we underinflate the footballs. I now, can see that. I think eventually everybody on the team, at least the uh, important players, right? Maybe not your bench, maybe not your third and fourth string players. Yeah. But all of your starters, I believe, knew about it. And... I think the punishment is reasonable because when they found out about it, they should have said something. But because they weren't the originator uh -huh. and they couldn't prove that they were the ones who originated the idea, they couldn't be more harsh. I think if they knew who it was yeah. who, are, who started it, I think it, they would have been severely punished. Big yeah, time. this one's a lot deeper than I thought it would be. And it's... A <laughs> It's it's hard to talk about in a biased kind of or a non-biased way because I I didn't like the Patriots mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. I guess it never came out as far as who the originator of the Deflate Gate was. <laughs> but that's not what this episode is focusing on. Yeah, this episode is about the fiasco. Yeah, that oh. was Deflate Gate. Well. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in it. In any news is good news, or uh, what's 
like even publicity, mm-hmm. even bad publicity is good publicity <laughs> Cause people because are talking about nobody you. wasn't talking about it. Everyone was talking about it mm-hmm. for two weeks until the Super Bowl. Yep. Even during the Super Bowl, yeah. which I'm sure I think they won. Uh, I think they actually ended up losing. Oh, if was I'm not mistaken. Oh, I think they did. They. I know they played the Seahawks, and I can't I think... remember if they won or lost. The thing, I guess, that when I look back, the thing that impressed me about this situation and made it a fiasco was the fact that I wasn't watching any football at that time. But it was such a big deal. It was all anyone talked about. I yes. mean, on the news, on the national news, on sports networks, yes. in the office, like everybody talked about this. And uh, I just feel like it was a fun fiasco to discuss. I love it. I would have never thought about it. But this makes me think of another one oh, yeah? that we should talk about. <laughs> The Patriots did win. It was against the Se- Seahawks. Okay. Yep. It was twenty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, yes. And was that with um, Russell Wilson at the time? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Because they had, I think they had beat us the year before. Let me see. Yes, I believe so. Yes, the previous year was when we got our butts kicked by Seattle. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean, in in my that was one of the. <laughs> I'm being uh, a little wishy washy. Looking back, I, I was very wishy washy because I didn't like the Patriots, but having had been just dominated by the Seahawks the previous year in the Super Bowl, mm. I really wanted them to lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those. I don't care who yeah. wins. I just want you yeah. to lose, even if it's the Patriots. Yep. So. Uh, and that's and that's one of the reasons why I didn't care if Russell Wilson came here or not, or got benched the last couple games. Uh-huh. Yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll probably, you know, know where he's in, what the situation is with him. But yep. when as of this recording, he just got benched and he didn't play the last game. Right? Nope. Didn't play at all. Just went out and spent all that money on him. Ugh. Didn't even play him. So lame. Speaking of, okay, this is my own theory Uh about Russell Wilson. And I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a great guy. Mm -hmm. But I told people when we picked him up last year, my own conspiracy theory, and he was terrible last year. I think we won two, three games last year. I could be wrong. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was not a great season for the Broncos. Uh, I was like, he's probably still on Seattle's pay, and he's just throwing. The <laughs> That's because I just didn't. I I hate the fact that he beat us in the Super Bowl, even if he's on our team now. Like, yeah. So a lot of people are going to be screaming at us for this episode, and we have to apologize. We apologize, but eh. okay, don't cheat. So <laughs> is your conspiracy theory saying that? The Seahawks were paying him to be bad in Denver? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know that's probably not true, but I wonder if it's one of those this is go I'm telling you, man, this stuff happens in the NFL. I wouldn't doubt that that happened, right? Uh-huh. Russell Wilson got traded to us. 
and the Seahawks paid Russell Wilson more than what Broncos paid him. Yeah. And in the agreement, the secret agreement, whatever the Broncos paid Russell had to go to the Seahawks. Oh, man. I could see that happening. Right? Yep. Telling you, man, this stuff, you can make We're going to really... get a lot of hate mail for this, which is fine. Yeah. Like, finally, we'll get some mail. <laughs> Bad publicity is good publicity. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, you you had already mentioned, despite this, Tom Brady's probably going to go down as one of the best uh, quarterbacks. Yeah. Of all time. What do you think about Bill Belichick? <laughs> do you think he's one of the best coaches of all time? Yeah. I mean, he really, like, again, he was, was, is a good, oh, amazing coach. Mm-hmm. He knows, he knows football. Yes. There's no reason why he should have been doing any of those things. Yeah. I agree. Which kind of makes me think that it wasn't him Mm, okay that it's the lower people that we talked about okay and maybe he's just like "Mm, whatever you know yeah i'm still gonna win yeah 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 but yeah i i think he is i he'll he'll be up there with the greatest coaches yeah i agree i think he's amazing at his job and i think he'll be one of the best to have ever coached yep i i do give some credit to to what you were saying about him just being unaware and not or maybe he became aware of it but didn't say anything about it yeah i think if so with deflate gate that's obviously wrong right you shouldn't have a part of the game as essential as the football be tampered with right yeah the other stuff he was doing like spying on recording i think he was just ahead of the game yeah i think you can't make something like that illegal unless yeah i mean now if he went to their practice facilities and recorded them that'd be one thing like taking pictures of playbooks and but if he got that far Kudos to him, man. Like, if you can do that. Isn't, so isn't that one one of the college coaches got in trouble for this year? Oh, I don't know. I might have to look that one up. My thing is, if you if you can advance to that point, yeah, good for you, you know? Make it harder for others to do that to you. Set up better defense. Set up better... Yeah. I mean, you think about war, right? Like real life war. Yeah. There are no rules. No. You, if you develop a technology that's more advanced than anyone else, you're going to win. Yeah. And good for you for putting in the work to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird, but I... It's legit. Yeah. Oh, just my own two cents. Yeah. Definitely a fiasco. Oh, definitely. <laughs> It was talked about for so long yes. after that. And yeah. It, yeah, it was definitely a fiasco. Yeah. If you have any interesting stories about Deflate Gate that you want to tell us, definitely write to our email at the end of the episode and we'll we'll read it on the next episode. If you have any thoughts about any other cheaters, <laughs> let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, any other fails, flops, or fiascos in your personal life, send them on to us. Yep. Or any ideas that we haven't discussed yet. There's so many. I thought of one just while we're doing it tonight. So this is awesome. Yep. Great subject. One dear to a, <laughs> a, a Colorado native Denver Broncos fan or any other fan besides Patriots. Patriots. Uh, well, well, that was fun. Yeah, it was, was it? fun. I like that one. The flight gate. Definitely, if you ask. Yep. <laughs> I wonder what they did with the balls. It's probably probably uh, Tom Brady sleeps on them every night. Because <laughs> they're so soft. Yep, they're so <laughs> soft and cushy. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Please follow us on Twitter at FX3Podcast. Our Instagram is at F3Pod underscore cast. And Facebook is Failures, Flops, and Fiascos. Please feel free to submit your fail of the week to fx3podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next time.